Hello, this is Minute 37 of As If, the podcast about Clueless, where we talk about Clueless minute by minute. I am Trevor Gibson, your host. With me today is... Gina Radcliffe. And Aaron Gambrell. This minute starts with, uh, Cher and Ty leaving, uh, leaving Dion and Murray in the bathroom, because they had enough of that drama. <laughs> and, um... Uh, Still arguing over what? Murray's newly shaven head. <laughs> he looks good. He looks. He good. looks fine. Um, <laughs> yeah. While they're uh, while they're crossing the uh, the sea of the party, Travis stage dives into Ty Sans stage, mm-hmm. and uh, they have a they have a cute little exchange, and then um, and then Cher pulls Ty away because you know they're not here for Travis. They're here for Elton, and uh, they start dancing and. <laughs> We see that not only can Elton not dance, Sherk, um, sorry, Ty can't dance either. No, yeah. <laughs> right. But on, but with her, it's absolutely adorable. Yeah, yeah. She's she's just because you you can tell she she knows she's a little awkward, but she's just gonna try to get into the party anyway. Whereas I'm pretty sure Elton thinks he actually is a good dancer, which oh, which yeah, which makes it all the more sad and and just slightly uncomfortable to watch. Yeah, you can see on his face, he's just like, yeah, I'm the man. I'm yeah, the he's, man. like, really conscious of, like, looking cool, whereas she just kind of has that, like, she's, like, feeling the music and has that head bobble thing that she does. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now, oh, I love it. Now, him. the interesting thing is that is that, that Travis decides he's going to just try to attempt to stage dive in the middle of a party while Coolio is playing, which, yeah. which <laughs> it's just a very, it, it's not really, you know, it, it seems like a very, uh, ill-advised thing for him to do and i <laughs> i don't imagine that he's he's doing it specifically to get ty's attention because he's, he's a little more subtle than that but i guess he thought maybe maybe if he thought that you know if the crowd had actually caught him then it would look much cooler yeah but but th- this leads to one of the more natural flirting scenes you know in the movie mm-hmm. because they're just very cute and very you know it's you know no one's playing you know she's not looking at somebody else while talking to him or anything like that it's, it's yeah. very uh it's, it's very genuine i'd say it's rolling with the homies is not a great song to stage dive to no no really <laughs> no it? no it's yeah it's not like the damned are playing or anything that you know <laughs> gets you amped up you're like yeah i'm gonna stage dive into some people it's like rolling with the homies. yeah it's a chill out song <laughs> yeah 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 i think with travis like he was fully expect because i'm sure like I don't know, like, maybe he goes to different parties, so he was fully expecting the crowd to just be ready, because he does say, where's your sense of pit hospitality? So, like, he, he, you know, like, knows the etiquette in the party scene. He thinks that everyone else does, too. But no, they just let him drop. Poor guy. You know, I've never actually been to, like, a show with with that kind of, show you what an old nerd I am, I've never, I've never been to a show that involves stage diving. Mm-hmm. How, how, and as much as a, as much as a trope as it is in movies, how often is it that somebody jumps into a pit and just, everybody just, just lets them drop to the ground? <laughs> it's, uh, there's certain, there's certain guidelines that you have to take into account before you attempt it. Mm-hmm. You have to take into account, like, the number of people that there are at the party or whatever yeah. event that you're at. Mm-hmm. Like, and also whether it's live music or not. If it's live music, go right ahead. Yeah. If it's just, like, play... If you just have, like, a playlist set up or something, it's probably not a good idea. Yeah, that's weird to do it to recorded music. <laughs> I would think that the only the only time that it would make sense to do it is at a, is at a concert. Yeah, but, yeah, and not at, like, a house party. I don't... 
I don't know. Unless it's like a big blowout like frat party, like one of those movies where it's like some like huge frat house. But yeah, you're right. There would usually be like a, you know, like a live band playing. Like I went to like a, like like the closest I ever came, I went to see Weezer some years ago. Mm. And I guess and I guess that they had a a quote unquote pit. But it was very, oh, yeah. it was very orderly. Like people had to like get up on stage and like it very carefully just lay, <laughs> d- like slowly lay back on the crowd, or the crowd gently tosses them back and forth. That's I could only amazing. assume that that was that was some sort of that that was at the instruction of the venue, so that they didn't get any lawsuits or yeah. insurance issues later. But yeah, like I I went with my best friend and her nephew, and her nephew was like maybe ten at the time. And she was like, and she was like, she was like, yeah, you can go do that. <laughs> Cause it was, Sweet. and they literally put him down next to us, like, like a newborn kitten, just gently <laughs> lay him down, laid him back down on the floor right next to us. It was, he was, I was like, well, that was that fun? He was like, he was like, yeah. He's like, yeah, I guess. I think he was a little disappointed by the mosh pit experience. He just dropped him down. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've been in a pit, but not necessarily one that like people are crowd surfing. I used to go to a ton of punk shows. And so it was like a different kind of pit where like, people were just you know, I would have to like leave my glasses with a friend outside of the pit before I went in. Yeah. Cause I'll, I'll yeah, get those yeah. kind of shows are like one that's an organized mob. It's just <laughs> right. One, one step away from a, from a prison riot. <laughs> yeah. Well there is, I feel like there is pit hospitality. I see what Travis no, is talking definitely. about. Like there's like usually some sort of wall and the people that are on the like outskirts of the wall are the ones who sort of like hold the pit in so yeah. then like the the pit actually can like reverberate against them and stuff so yeah there is like a weird like understanding and if there is a, a guy being like a total dick that usually like sorts itself out like usually people will sort of like push that guy so he finally like leaves or whatever so it yeah, is a weird wanna... little like social experiment to watch <laughs> yeah you want to focus you want to keep the pit contained to a, like the middle of the area true <laughs> Yeah. You know, you know, it's interesting that, that Travis would be into uh into uh mosh pits and all because I would have paid him to be like you know, that dude in high school in the mid nineties who was really into the Grateful Dead. Mm, yeah, <laughs> like a super burnout. Yeah, and I well, he, I was yeah. gonna say initially Sublime, but I think Sublime is a little a couple of years after this movie. Yeah. So you're right. but but yeah, he, I, does. I, he doesn't seem like, you know, quote unquote a punker so much as just like, you know, a you know, Laid back skater dude type of guy. Yeah, we do hear in the be- uh, toward the beginning of the movie that he's into Nine Inch Nails. Yeah, which is weird because I would think he might be also kind of the Rolling Stones. Like I think that's a weird yeah. band to like cite to not be into for him. But totally. who knows? <laughs> we talked about what um what happened to uh, what would happen to D and Murray after uh, after high school. What do you think? What do you think happened to uh, to Sharon Ty? Uh, not Sharon Ty, to uh, Travis and Ty after uh, after high school. Uh, again, I'm a, I'm a I'm a cynic. I I don't I don't think they stay together. I, I think that you know I, I can't picture separate. I can't picture either of them going to college <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> because because you know this is the mid '90s where the, the probably the last time you could you know possibly you could not go to college and possibly you know have make have some sort of livable career. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you know, that was still a time it was possible to eventually get a job that could lead to you know, something where you could support yourself. Mm-hmm. I could definitely see Travis doing a, a you know community college type of thing. For sure, a while. sure. I think that I guess not I think, that there's anything wrong with not that. that I anything, went to community. College. Not that there's anything wrong with that. But you know, I think he would just yes. you know farted around, you know, taking pottery classes, taking like you know, <laughs> taking like you know various dance classes in a way to you know, mostly to meet women. 
And I think Ty would have just found her way back to the East Coast eventually. Yeah, I don't see them staying together. And I'm, and I'm a romantic, but I don't see them staying together. I think because for me, they're an adorable couple. I think they're, you know, one of the best couples in the movie, but they're both a little young. Like, even for their age, they just seem very, you know, wide-eyed and, like, yeah. they really wear their emotions on their sleeves. And while that's really sweet and everything, that's, you know, not as realistic, maybe, as, like, a, a longer-lasting couple might be. So, yeah, I just see them breaking up. I mean, you know, even maybe even before they get to college. Yeah, in my, my head, Ken, I think they actually broke up after or after high school or sometime around high school. But... um I think it was an amicable breakup. I think they stayed friends. Because mm-hmm. definitely they broke up. Ty would be the one doing the breaking up. And I could I could picture him doing, yeah, it's cool, whatever, you know. <laughs> you know I mean? Yeah. So yeah. Just, look, you're not really, you're not, you don't really have a lot of prospects, you know. You need to get your life together. And that's just not where I'm at right now. And he'd be like, yeah, you're right. You have a point. I'm not going to argue with you. Yeah, he's pretty affable. He would just go along with it. Ty, after he stage dives, Ty tells him um, not to do that anymore. Oh no 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 that um uh, uh that she wishes that she could do that and he begs her not to because uh if she's did it what would uh what would die if girls started doing it what would guys do to impress girls <laughs> now is that a little is that a little uh, budding feminist in, in Travis there that uh you know he's kind of putting down men in the in the sense of well you know if women can do everything we do there's nothing for us left to do I mean, it's a little <laughs> it's a little it's a little clumsy but you know. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I don't think I don't think he feels threatened by it so much as you know. Well, women are better better at us than most everything else. You know, and we got to keep a couple things for ourselves. Yeah, I think in that line, he really recognizes that it's actually like a dumb thing. Like, and he was like, you know, girls won't like what if if girls did dumb things like that. Like, he doesn't say dumb thing, but because she does say that was so cool. But I mean, it wasn't. It was like he yeah, fell was, in front of her. Silly, you know? Yeah. And so, yeah, I think you're right. I think he's like, well, if girls did, like, dumb things like that, like, what would we do? It's it's a really cute moment. Yeah. So the minute ends with them um, dancing, right? If you want to call it that. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, 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 and Cher is, Cher is kind of sexing it up a little bit for, yeah. for I mean, considering that she's, she's kind of a little, pr- a bit prudish, but she's, like, gyrating and, and you know, Rocking the tiny yeah. little the tiny little dress she's wearing, and and again it kind of, I, I feel that that was kind of done to emphasize that Ty isn't really quite there yet as far as as, you know, acting or or carrying herself in a way that's meant to be enticing to boys, but uh you know it, it's it, but I think what, what's funny though is is how she just literally yanks Ty away from Travis with this mm-hmm. look of exasperation on her face. And then says, and, and then says, you know, and drags over here, and then like basically forces her to start dancing. Which, you know, if you've ever been to a club with a friend and they just basically drag you out to the dance floor, it's 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 no fun for anybody. Right. It's about yeah. as awkward as as you can imagine. And I just feel like that's, you know, and and again because Cher is you know good at putting on images. She can kind of just, you know, immediately switch on to this kind of, you know, sexy. I mean, I, I, I weirded out saying that because she's like sixteen, but, but, <laughs> you know, the sexy young thing, and you know, making sure that all eyes are on her, and you can tell Ty just like, mm, I'm not used to carrying myself like this. Yeah, well, she's like, yeah, Cher's sort of like slinky and effortless. Yeah, but there, but there is that one. So, like, after they 
the camera pans to Elton in that like one weird like crew, <laughs> like where they're like yes. in the line kind of dancing. It pans back to Sharon Ty, and she's. I really like this moment in the film because she sort of like presents Ty. Like if you remember, Cher gets down on one knee. And oh then yeah, Ty yeah, sort of like walks around. They twirl. Her. They spin each other. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and I hand, feel they're like hamming it. They're hamming it up in a way. It's almost like, but it's really almost like very courtly. Yeah. Like if you think it of is. it, like in like the Emma sense, like they're at the ball and like she's like literally presenting her to the you know the court. Like this is she's the debut. Like Ty's oh yeah the yeah. I, I don't. I, don't I think mean, that's interesting. Yeah. No, that's that's actually great. That's actually a great observation. And I, and I don't. I don't think that Cher is definitely trying to outshine her i think she just kind of yeah does. no you're right i think i think she just comes by she just does by default at this point, yeah you know, at, she's at this so point still. right you can't take your eyes off of her yeah but yeah that's a that's actually, that's actually a great observation I, I'm, I'm yeah now that i can see it i'm pretty sure that's exactly what it was supposed to be interpreted as yeah it's very it's very silly but it also kind of like works it's, in a weird way right and it's it's, it's and again it's cute yeah definitely really cute yeah you know, the <clears throat> cute is the best word to uh, to describe this minute 37. It's just full of cuteness. Yeah, yeah. Very true. Yeah, very true. Except for except for Elton and Ugh. his crew <laughs> doing that weird. They're all like, let me they're paint They're sitting, a right? They're sitting on something? They, yeah, they're all sitting down on like this bench or something, holding hands and then just rocking back and forth <laughs> as a group. It's so lame. Like, it's so weird to watch that that's what you do like after you're you know you've had way too many shots of vodka and you just can't stand up anymore but <laughs> yeah. you still want to go and so you're like yeah this is this is my move now <laughs> yeah and, and again you can tell they think they just are the life of the party and that mm -hmm. people, everybody's looking at them thinking yeah wow i wish i was hanging out and doing this goofy ass dance with those people mm -hmm. well that pretty much brings us to the end of minute 37 yeah we're actually we're, we're 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 mere seconds away from the shoe incident yes <laughs> yep yes. Oh, i'm so i'm so bummed that we uh we, we actually don't get to cover the shoe because yep, someone else gets to cover that yeah, it's <laughs> the drama the things. conflict the rogue oh. the, the rogue clog <laughs> yeah the on right. the ennui the drama <laughs> And I, and I, I, when I remember those shoes. If I had one of those shoes, I say anybody has one of those shoes flung on your head, it is gonna. I don't know if it actually knock you out, but it would hurt. I, I remember, yeah. the, I remember those shoes, those, especially those... if there's like a wooden base. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I wore clogs in middle school. No shame. I, I wore them in my twenties. No shame. <laughs> well, like the um the the lady Miss Kier shoes from D Light, like the big like yeah. Uh, the the, the the big club shoes i i spray i literally sprained my ankle probably at least three times wearing them oh, and i kept wearing them anyway and, and i I'm, I'm damn lucky one didn't like go flying off my foot and and smack somebody in the temple oh gosh i am um, i wore this i've worn the same the same kind of shoes for 15 years so <laughs> are, are you are you are you a vans are you a vans person? Uh, no, I have some class. I wear Converse. <laughs> oh, uh, I was gonna. That was my next guest. Very yeah. sorry. Actually, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm a Converse person too. So <laughs> <laughs> I can't wear can't wear the platforms anymore. Even if they were in style, I can't wear those anymore. Yeah, I know. I mean, I I mix it up. I have several different colors. You have your, there you, you have go. Your, yeah, you no, have your I've... dress chucks and your, and yes. your work chucks. Exactly. <laughs> Um, well, before we close up this minute, does anyone um anyone have anything else that uh you want to add? 
no, this was this was this was no. fun. I I'd, uh, yeah. I I watched uh, most of it, not all of it, to uh, in preparation for this, and I I genuinely had forgotten how much of an enjoyable movie it it, it is, and just how really you know the teen teen movies, particularly teen movies with a romantic subtext, are so just written for people who have no idea how a teenager acts or feels about things. And I just think that uh, Amy Heckerling, you know, with, with a lot of help from the cast, of course, really just, uh, even if the characters themselves were entirely believable, just the way they came off just was very genuine. And it was very easy to find yourself rooting for these kids to get everything, you know, straightened out and be with the people who they want to be with. And, you know, it warmed even a cynical old heart like, my, like my, myself. Yeah, I agree. I will, well, I'll use any excuse to watch Clueless. I love this movie. But um, yeah, it has a lot of heart in it, and that that really separates it from a lot of things. And I think you're right, Gina. I think Amy Heckerling's you know writing and direction has like a lot to do with that. It was just a, it's a very sweet movie. It has stood up, you know, even after 20 years. It's yeah, it's definitely a classic. All right, let's move on to plugs. Oh sure. Um, so I host a podcast called Ladies Who Library. It is on iTunes and SoundCloud. And we have a Tumblr, ladieswholibrary.tumblr.com. It's about being a public librarian and all the things that go on with the public library. Um, I have some co-hosts and guests sometimes, and we always talk about what we're reading, watching, and listening to. So it's really accessible even if you do not work in a library. And I write about uh, 70s and 80s television, um, including, for example, the uh, the infamous Bicycle Man episode of Different Strokes <laughs> that... Uh, Warn children against the uh, the dangers of child molesters who will offer you pizza and Boston cream pie. That is uh, that is uh, tuneintonight.wordpress.com. Um, there's also going to be a podcast uh, inspired by that coming soon, but I've been really dragging my heels on editing it, so probably not by the time anybody hears this. Well, I host a podcast called Apparently the Greatest, where uh, me and a group of friends watch every movie on the American Film Institute's greatest 100 Greatest Films of the Last 100 Years list. Um, you know, just an excuse to watch classic movies that we haven't seen before and, you know, revisit old favorites and talk about exactly what makes a classic film and uh, you know, why we uh, hold up certain films as being, you know, of the canon, very pivotal to, uh, to the medium at large. So, uh, it's lots of fun. Uh, we're on iTunes and SoundCloud. We, we should be up by the time this episode comes out. I, we've recorded five episodes by this point. I just need to, <laughs> I just need to, uh, you know, put them on the iTunes. But, uh, if it's not up yet, look out for it. Because it definitely will be. Uh, well, that about wraps it up for us on this podcast. Uh, next time, the episode will be hosted by Joel Torres uh, with guests Benjamin Sunday and Lindsay Busco. Right. Had fun re- had fun recording with you guys. We too. It was great. Right. Well, until next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of As If, the podcast all about Clueless. It is produced and edited by Darren Husted. Executive produced and hosted by Trevor Gibson, with my guests 
Gina Radcliffe and Aaron Gabriel. Follow us on Facebook at As If The Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at As If Underscore Podcast. Follow us on Instagram at As If Podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Shout Engine, or the podcast app of your choice. Rate and review us if you enjoy. Clueless is owned by Paramount Pictures. No infringement is intended. All rights reserved. Copyright 2016.